Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. What do we got today, Rick? We got the week three news and injury report. Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's poppin' Fantasy Champs? How you doing, Rick? My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me as always. How you doing, Rick? Oh, just peachy. Rick Cato. Oh, peaches again. We're talking like we should just start basing this podcast out of Georgia. So this peachy oh, statement. Just, can just so I can get the slogan. Have like justification to say the word peachy. Dude, don't hate it. Oh, you know I will. You know I always will. <laughs> Um, today we have our week three injury report and sprinkle in some extra news in there um it's a lot to talk about as we discussed on the on the tuesday show there's quite a large amount of information Mm -hmm. um that is gonna go straight back into this podcast i mean um wow what am i saying um (laughs) That's going to go straight into your craniums about injuries and and stuff that has happened and craniums, what you should do about wow, that's straight into your cranium. Movie. So uh, we'll jump into that in a second. Before we do, check out our website, thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs, on Instagram at the Fantasy Champions. Like us at Facebook.com forward slash the Fantasy Champions. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcasting platform, be sure to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Leave a review and share this podcast with your friends. And if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Wow, tongue twister. Click the bell for notifications, like, and comment down below any other questions that you have for the rest of this weekend. Yep. We'll help you. Injuries, starts, whatever you want. Uh, We also have an ad from our sponsor. So let's jump right into the news because our intro is three minutes long and uh, (laughs) we have no hook. Yep. Unfortunately, we used to. We yeah we use yeah, I wish I wish it wasn't so long. Maybe I should do the yeah. ad at the end. <laughs> Maybe I'll tell you. Usually when uh, not to diss a sponsor, but usually when I'm listening to a podcast or watching a YouTube video and there's an ad, I just hit the forward button, skip it. What are you implying? I'm not implying anything. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't do that. Go over to Anchor.com and uh, anyway, so. We'll get to a lot of news for this week and and just talk about what you should do, how you should respond, um, and what the situations might be for your fantasy team this particular week. It, I know it's disappointing for a lot of people who owned a lot of players. Um, whether the player got hurt or they just completely sucked for the second week in a row. Um, yeah. So we're going to go through as much as we humanly can on this podcast. I know... I don't know if I'm going to hit everything. Um, I don't know if I got everything on this list, to be honest with you. I know the Chark news isn't in there. So, Rick, you can tell us about Chark at the end. Um, sure. But we'll jump right in with... Well, Chark, Chark already played. Actually. That is true. That's why I didn't put Chark on here. I was like, why did I not put <laughs> Chark on here? We'll see what happens. Uh, pre-recorded, by the way. Yeah, pre-recorded. So, if I talk about a player that's on Thursday night, forgive me. Yeah, so let's we, jump. We've done it before. It's true. It's very much true. It's the Dolphins and the uh, the Jaguars. So hope it was a good game. Hope it was a good game. Hope you enjoyed yourselves. Um, so the Colts wide receiver Paris Campbell used force from Sunday's game. I, you know, the stupid part is, I was kind of partially watching this game. 
Um, it was mm-hmm. kind of confusing as like I kept on jumping games and all that stuff. So I completely missed the Paris Campbell got hurt. Halfway through the game, I looked at my fantasy uh, app and I'm like, why the crap is Paris Campbell got one carry for six yards and no targets after like getting targeted out the wazoo last week? That makes little yeah. to no sense. Uh, and then I found out that he had a knee injury and he left the game. So the reports were that it wasn't a bad knee injury uh, and that he was going to come back in a couple weeks and all this stuff. But now they're saying he is out indefinitely. Um, and he's been placed on the three week IR. So I don't know what any of that means. I hate when coaches are vague. It drives me freaking crazy. But with Paris Campbell out, how are you responding to this? What are you doing to, I mean, obviously um, Paris Campbell was a bench guy for a majority yeah. of teams, unless you have like a super deep five wide receiver league. I don't know. Maybe some people do that. It, I, I mean, if you got an IR spot, just put them in the IR spot and see if you can just pick up a different wide receiver that's out there. Um, I know we talked about Monday, the potential of like Michael Pittman. Yeah. Um, I do think he wouldn't be a bad pickup, uh, but it depends who's out there on your waiver wire. Yeah. Uh, you know, we talked about on Monday, some other guys that you could have picked up um, to replace them. So I, I wouldn't, there's so many good wide receivers that I think you can just pick up another one to replace them. Cause it's not like you were probably mm-hmm. starting them anyway. Yeah. Uh, I would definitely pick up. Um, I would definitely pick up. Um, uh, what the. Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman. Thank you. I was going to say Michael. And then I'm like, is that even his name? I don't want to screw this up. My brain is not functioning today. It's just not functioning. You know, it's okay. It happens. Um, so Cam Akers, he was diagnosed with uh, separated cartilage in his ribs. I feel like I have that every day when I wake up. Especially if you went to Wendy's the night before. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, dude. So, uh, but anyway, he had a separated rib a cartilage in his rib cage, which I imagine is extremely painful. He is day to day. Um, and he isn't expected to play Sunday, which opens up obviously a lot for Daryl Henderson. Um, yeah. And Malcolm Brown and well. Malcolm Brown, Malcolm Brown. Also, I don't know if I put him in here, but he's dealing with some kind of pinky ailment. Ah, uh, here we go. I'll delete this out of here so I don't repeat it. But Adam Schefter is reporting that Malcolm Brown uh, is expected to play in week three. He had uh, a finger injury of some sort. So he is expected to play. He'll be in the game. But because of that, I think this is a saddle up. This is this is where Daryl Henderson earns the backfield. Yep, this is this could be a Daryl Henderson another week. I would have told people off. to bid a lot more money on Daryl Henderson had I known about the finger injury to Malcolm Brown. I think I told you about it on our. Yeah, it was. See, I, I don't react in real time. <laughs> you tell it takes me a couple days. Um, no, so anyway, yeah, with Cam Akers out, obviously, it's if you own, um, if you own uh, Daryl Henderson, it's a saddle up Daryl Henderson week. But yeah, I, I don't know that you want to start him yet. Um, but just be just be watching that game and see see if he can actually take over as the lead back. Um, right, Broncos quarterback Drew Locke. Uh, is expected to miss two to six weeks um, with a sprained AC joint in his shoulder. So tough luck for Drew Locke. Mm. Um, you probably didn't have Locke. In, if you're in a one quarterback, league, at least on your team anyway. Yeah. Um, but if you did, yeah, he's probably worth a drop at this point. Um, and, or yeah. in IR, and if you don't have the IR spot available. Yeah. Um, you know, Font still looked decent, though. 
uh, Driscoll as his quarterback. Yeah, so Driscoll. I don't know if it really affects him as much as maybe Jeff some Driscoll. Gonna... What'd you say? I said Jeff Driscoll. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if it's going to affect him as much as uh, some people. So um, I would still hold on to um, to Font and just continue playing him. Uh, but that Broncos offense, man, like going into the season, there was so much hype for it. Yeah. Uh, and now it's like, ugh. <laughs> it's just right, right, complete right. 180. All right. Um, big news of the week. Horrible, horrifying, big news of the week. Uh, part one is... <laughs> So Saquon Barkley um, tore his injury on a non-contact. I mean, he was contacted, but it was not. Tore his injury. Tore his ACL. Tore his ACL. Did I say tore his injury? This, <laughs> yeah. is, this is a cluster frick for me today. He tore his ACL on a non-contact injury. So no one touched mm-hmm. his knee for it to pop. It just popped. Um, this type of injury happens, but now you're in a second year. Um, where Saquon Barkley has gotten hurt. So obviously we have some news to get to in a little bit um, regarding what the backfield for the Giants is going to look like for the rest of the season. So saddle up and redraft. Obviously drop him. Don't keep him on your team. But in Mm -hmm. Dynasty, are you trading Saquon Barkley away now knowing that he has an ACL injury and quad injuries um, and the injuries are starting to stack up with this guy? Yeah, it's definitely really concerning. It it would be hard to trade him though and get equal value for him at this point, you know. Because of the injury. um you're in sh- such a tough spot for dynasty. I mean, redrafted obviously stinks too cuz you only have him for one year. Um but it stinks no matter uh no matter what with with Saquon. Right. Um yeah, that that is a real concern cuz it's it's not his first injury. Like he he had it he was battling an ankle injury all year last year that yeah. caused him to miss a lot of time. The quad injury now in ACL, it's 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 a real real crappy situation um, for anyone who owns Saquon in any league. Yeah, I I would consider. I mean, you don't have to do it right away. You know, if you have an IR spot in a dynasty league or something like that. I mean, usually there's deep benches anyway, so you don't really need to worry about that. But I would just you know obviously hold them on your bench because you can't do anything with them. Um, right. But wait until the off season and then start selling him in deals you know because his value once the season ends the value goes back up um so you you know once the season is over i would go and start talking to you know running back needy teams or teams who are poised to compete for a chip and and try to sell saquon for a load of draft picks or anything else you need so that's what i would that's what i would do if i was in a dynasty league but in redraft obviously drop him if you're in a keeper league um this scenario is a little bit different. Um, usually, you know, as the season goes along, you'll find out which keeper you want to have. Um, I, I like to go with a guy who broke out, who is a later round pick, as opposed to keeping a guy like Saquon on your team. But if you have the option to keep Saquon, you might do that. So I don't know. But um, yeah, so that's you probably don't want to drop him at that point. But if you're in just a regular redraft league, um, you drop him and come up with a plan otherwise because you don't have to take one. Uh, David Montgomery, he suffered a neck injury, but was able to return. Um, Our writer, Adam Hutchison had a write up about David Montgomery. If you want more information on the Montgomery injury um, on his Twitter page. So uh, Monty obviously was able to come back, but there is concern that it is a little bit more than what they said it was. 
Um, he's going to play this week, so I wouldn't be concerned about him being inactive or, or not not ready to play. Um, but it is something to keep an eye on in the future in case, you know, uh, not, a neck in, not that a neck injury is going to, like, creep up again. But Right. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it is something to look at, though. Keep an eye on Montgomery. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo suffered a freaking high ankle sprain. I think this is the second high, link, high ankle sprain of his career. Is it really? Yeah, he didn't he have a high ankle sprain against when he was with New England when Brady was suspended? Uh, he might have, yeah, I don't remember. He missed a game and then right. Jacoby Brissett came in and that's why he went to the Colts and became a starter. Not specifically that reasoning, but you get the picture. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, I, th- I think you're correct. Um, anyway, so Garoppolo suffered a high ankle sprain. He's listed as week to week right now. Um, so there mm-hmm. is a chance that he does play next week, but this week they said that there's uh, basically a 0% chance he plays. So... Um, I would be surprised if he suits up on Sunday and is ready to go unless he has some kind of miraculous turnaround. Um, they have Nick Mullins, who has been okay. So as far as your 49ers assets, um, they're probably going to run the football a lot. So that means good things for the running back. If you own any of the receiving assets on this team, I don't know where George Kittle's at with his injury, by the way. I didn't put him in the notes. Where is he at? Uh, you know? I can check. I haven't seen anything. I think he was practicing limited last time I checked. Yeah, he was limited to practice. So I would be concerned. I mean, Nick Mullins, when he started in, you know, George Kittle's breakout year, mm-hmm. uh, George Kittle was pretty good with him on the field. Right, right. So I, I feel like he's not somebody that you need to be concerned about, but um, obviously Kittle, like, this receiver like core is, this receiver core is already not a great start. Um, mm, so without yeah. Jimmy G it's, it's an even worse start. So I would, I would avoid that, but hopefully he's able to come back sooner rather than later. Um, 49ers coach Kyle Shanahan said uh, Raheem Mostert sprained his MZL and that he likely won't play in week three against the giants and more 49ers news. So that means, uh, and Tevin Coleman also, I will throw Tevin Coleman in this conversation. I don't know where I put him. Here we go. Uh, Falcons OC, Derek Cutter, believe, uh, said, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're reading the wrong one. Whew, I'm reading the wrong one. Anyway, um, Tevin Coleman is out and he's been placed yeah, he's on the three week IR. I don't want to repeat that news and I'm trying to find it in the notes, but I'm going to repeat it probably. <laughs> There you go. But anyway, uh, yeah, so he's he's out for three weeks now with on the IR on the three week IR and Raheem Mostert is likely going to miss this week, which means Jeff Wilson Jr. And Jarek McKinnon are the guys to start in this backfield, yep. um, especially against the Giants. I would start either one of them if you need a flex play. I absolutely would start Jared McKinnon this, this week against the Giants. Um, I think I think it's just, it's such a crappy defense. Uh, and in a run-heavy, run-first type of offense, uh, I think McKinnon could have a big week. Okay. Um, in other news, we had uh, the Giants place uh, Sterling Shepard on injured reserve, um, three-week IR. He he has a toe injury, so he's going to miss some time. You know what? I was so pissed off because I had Slayton. And Slayton had 25 points, and I was feeling good. Nine targets, 10 targets. Golden Tate comes back. He plays in the game. Slayton gets like six targets and like five catches or something like that, and he doesn't have a good game. So I dropped him. I needed a little space on my roster. I wanted to pick up another player. So I dropped him, and uh, and then Sterling Shepard goes on IR. So I'm like, okay, so now he's in the same position he was when he had the 25 points. All right. 
so yeah, as far as Slayton is concerned, he's probably a, if he's on your waiver wire, Adam, and if he's on your mm-hmm. team, he's probably not a bad guy to, to have at this point, but uh, Sterling Shepard out on IR. So slide him into your IR slot. Yep. Uh, yeah, and watch out for Tate too in redraft. I think Golden Tate um, had a decent week. I want to say with targets wise. So yep. he could be someone. And with Barkley out, they're probably going to throw the ball a lot. Oh, thanks. You um, found it for me. What'd you say? I said you found it for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I put, I put it up. There. I deleted um, it. <laughs> yeah, he had he had five. Golden Tate had five catches this week. So yep. um, watch out. I mean, he he could be a decent play for redraft as well. Um, going forward. We also have Cortland Sutton, who is placed on injury reserve with a torn ACL ending his season. This injury was a cluster of a situation. Yeah. He got hurt. And they were talking about him coming back into the game. I don't know if he did or not. But they, they, they mishandled this situation. They were they were saying he was going to be back, and then after the game, they said he had a minor knee injury. And then you know, I wake up on Monday morning, and I find out that they did an MRI and that he has a torn ACL and he's done for the season. So mm-hmm. um, this must have been like a a very under because sometimes you can tear your ACL and not know it. I know it sounds freaking yeah. insane, but something like that can happen. Like he obviously knew that he was hurt. But it wasn't the pain wasn't so severe that would it would lead them to believe that he had an ACL injury. Whereas Saquon was all over the place. He was like, "Oh my god, my leg, yeah. my leg." Um, but so for Cortland Sutton to be done for the season, obviously that freaking sucks. Anybody that drafted him in the fifth, sixth round, hoping oh that god. he was going to be a breakout, you got to drop him now. You got to get him off your team and come up with another option. Um, they said they want to get KJ Hamler more involved. Um, sure. I wouldn't target KJ Hamler. I would target uh, Jerry Judy. Yeah, um, in this offense, you also have Deshaun Hamilton, who not a lot of people ever talk about, but he might get more opportunity. But with Drew Lockout, I'm not really right, exactly. ready to start anyone in this offense. Yeah, if you're going to start anyone, Font has been really solid. I think he has like 17 points and half PPR. I was going to ask if Joe Flacco is still on that team, but he's not. He's not. No, uh, I think they signed Blake Bortles, though. Yeah. Uh, so there's, so might start that's not exactly great news. Interesting. <laughs> Broncos receiver title. Yeah, that's true. Um, the Panthers, uh, in the second piece of large heartbreaking news, Panthers uh, running back Christian McCaffrey had an ankle injury on Sunday. I watched the play, and um, I don't know what happened because he ran into the touchdown and then he celebrated, um, mm-hmm. and he looked fine. And then after the game, um, they announced that he was uh, – it was more severe. It was an ankle sprain and it was more severe than they thought. Um, he is expected to miss four to six weeks. That's the timetable. Um, so they're going to move him to the IR and he'll be out for at least three weeks. Mike Davis is going to start in place of him. Um, obviously we talked about that on Wednesday in that situation. So I think he's, you know, uh, at least a, uh, high end RB three flex play at this point. Um, for Mike Davis, that is. Uh, as far as Christian McCaffrey, hold him on your injured reserve. Wait, 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 and hope things go the way you want them to. But he's going to be out for a little bit of time. You know what yeah. that opens up? That opens up opportunities for uh, Jonathan Taylor and Miles Sanders to both be top three running backs. <laughs> this is Literally, Rick, Ezekiel Elliott is the best running back in fantasy football right now. Uh, I disagree. Who's the best running back? Alvin Kamara, baby. Oh, okay. No, it's it's Zeke. It's Ezekiel Elliott. Okay, fine. 
<laughs> it's one of them. Um, the Chargers team doctor. This is insane. This is insane. So Tyrod Taylor, I wish I talked about this on the podcast earlier this week. I saw Mr. Justin Herbert, who I was elated that he was start. He was starting the game. We got to see him play, but, um, they said that he was going to play. And I thought it was just them making a surprise switch last second to kind of throw the other team. I don't know. Um, and then we found out that Tyrod Taylor had, um, chest pains and they had to go to the hospital. Um, and so according to reports, the chargers team doctors accidentally punctured Tyrod Taylor's lung while warming up. I mean, while trying to administer a pain killing injection during the game. So that's so unfortunate. Tyrod Taylor should sue the Chargers for everything they own. First off, for freaking sticking a needle in his lung. Yeah, geez. That's horrible. And um, and so now the doc team doctors are they're probably like, oh, we should probably not play him this week because uh <laughs> Yeah, we kind of did that. We kind of screwed up. Um, so I mean Justin Herbert is gonna play this week. I don't think Tyrod has a chance to play for another week. Um if if Herbert does have another really good week, it's hard to go back. It's to hard to go back to Tyrod Taylor. And unfortunately yeah. something freak like that happening happens to everyone. Tom Brady got his big start in the NFL because, um, Bledsoe, yeah. Drew Bledsoe got smashed into the ground and had internal bleeding. He had to go to the hospital after the game and almost died. <laughs> it's like Jeez, horrible, yeah. horrible situations like that lead to somebody coming in and taking the job. And I think that's what ultimately is going to happen. I mean, Herbert looked fantastic, fantastic on Sunday. So yeah, especially for a rookie for, yeah, for a rookie. Um, Chris Godwin was removed from the league's concussion protocol. So he's good to go this week. Um, saddle them up, get them ready to go. Uh, if you owe Mike Evans, freak you. Hey, I did have the Henry Ruggs thing in here. Uh, Henry Ruggs, he had some sort of knee situation. Don't know really what it was all about, but he's expected to play week three against the Saints. Uh, It's not against the Saints. Uh, It's against the Patriots. They played the Saints this week. It was past week, I should say. Was that on Monday Night Football? Yeah. You've got to be kidding me. (laughs) They literally put the wrong team name in there. Whatever. So he's going to play this week. Don't worry about it. I, I literally hate people sometimes. <laughs> I hate people sometimes. The Broncos signed Blake Bortles to a one-year contract. Yeah, as there it is. Above. I told you. It was in here somewhere. Uh, speaking Tuesday, Titans wide receiver coach Rob Moore was non-committal on A.J. Brown's knee slash bone bruise week three status. Mm-hmm. So uh, just watch that situation closely. I don't know that I would start A.J. Brown this week <laughs> at all. Um, Giants agreed to terms with running back Devonta Freeman, formerly of the Atlanta Falcons, $3 million contract. He, his agent had the nerve to go out and say that he had other higher offers. Please, please with who? Yeah. If he had higher offers, he would have signed them last week. Right. I don't break think dude. Um, I think a longer, if he, uh, it, he should be owned. Uh, longer term play for the rest of the season. I think Freeman um, is going to be good, especially in the pass catching area um, mm-hmm. of the Giants offense. But the Giants have a terrible offensive line. They can't really get the ball moving on the ground at all. And I don't think Freeman's going to have success. If he couldn't have success in Atlanta running the ball, there is really no chance that he's going to have success in um, New York running the football. But it is a good landing spot for him to get opportunity at least. Um, definitely worth an own. And if he does end up breaking out and having a Devonta Freeman season, you know, then you got a good one, but 
Right. Yeah, um, he's worth he's worth uh, worth the roster spot, but I I don't think he's especially early on. I think he's mm-hmm. going to struggle learning the offense and getting an opportunity. Okay, um, let's quickly end this section of the pod and, and, sure. and, and send it off for the week and wish everyone a happy week three. Um, Sammy Watkins tweeted that he was healthy after taking a helmet to helmet shot from Los Angeles. That's good to hear. That looked, that looked like a bad Denzel Perriman. Yeah, he looked, <laughs> he walked into the sidelines and his eyes were like squinted and I'm like, wow, he's like, yeah, uh, it looked bad. Yeah. Um, I'm good. To, good, to, good to hear that. He's a, uh, he's okay. Um, Steelers coach Mike Tomlin said Deontay Johnson has a lingering toe injury. Uh, not sure what that means. He usually is very vague on that. Dirk Cutter said he believes that uh, Julio Jones's hamstring is more than they let on. <sighs> oh, so Julio might have a, That's a not good hamstring injury. Calvin Russell Ridley. Gage season. <laughs> I was going to say Calvin Ridley, <laughs> but okay. He's well, all, yeah. It's already Calvin Ridley season. Sorry. Um, Eagles are yeah, expected exactly. to place uh, Jalen Rieger on the week three week IR. Um, he actually might be out yeah. longer than that. Um, AJ Brown's knee injury. He didn't practice Wednesday. So up to the, the AJ Brown news, just keep an eye on that. And then Will Fuller might play. Yeah. That's um, <laughs> as we talked about above optimistic, about Op- optimistic about it. So there's your news really quickly. Your Friday news to get you prepared for the week happy week three i hope you get your win i hope you get your dubs don't forget to check out our website thefantasychampions.com follow us on twitter and instagram and we'll talk to you on tuesday fantasy champs good luck thank you for listening to the fantasy champions podcast make sure you subscribe on itunes and youtube and follow us on twitter at the ff champs